media at SAFM with Ashraf Garda. Exploring every media platform and industry, only on 104 to 107. Well, as expected, uh, Nando's providing some social commentary on, on some of the goings-on in our country with uh, a uh, social media slide saying, Praveen, unlike the Hawks, this bird will always have your back. We salute you for wanting to run the coup or the coup properly. The cluck stops with you. That's Nando's, as always. Check it out uh, on my timeline. You'll see it and tell me what you think. In fact, has there been any other social commentary or, or really great media campaigns of the last week or ads as well that you think is really fantastic uh, that you want to comment on? SMS me, 34701. Uh, in fact, let's call it an ad hit or an ad miss. Either way. Or you can go media show. If you find an ad that you like, uh, just tweet it to me as well and give me your thoughts on it. I will certainly give it a mention on air just now. If you wish to call in, 0891104207. We'll have the Responsible Drinking Media Awards coming up shortly. Um, and some really big winners there will chat to them. As well as the King Price ad, but the one about let's get down to business. Do you think that's an ad hit or an ad? Have you checked it out? Maybe check it out. Give me your thoughts on it because we'll talk to them, get the backstory from them around it, around just after after quarter to uh, about quarter to ten okay right but for now you may know that uh, the department of communications hosted a transformation in the print media um, workshop conference a few about a week back in fact it was so let's pick up on that and get important thoughts from uh, norman Munjalele, who's the acting director general at the department of communications and that's our thought leader discussion transformation in the media industry you know that a couple of weeks back we got it certainly from igbal survey's point of view uh, him being the chairperson of the independent newspapers that runs all, well, not all, many of the newspapers that you would read, including in Johannesburg, the Star, the Cape Argus, uh, and and there's many more, of course, the uh, the Weekend Argus as well, and the independent newspapers, amongst many others uh, that come through. So let's talk about that. Norman, I appreciate your time. Hi. Hi, Ashraf, and uh, the listeners at home, how are you? Uh, we're, all, we're all well, and we certainly want to hear what you have to say about the transformation in the print media industry. First of all, you know, just your broad thoughts around, I mean, I know the minister uh, has pronounced that the time has now come to tran- transform, and in the case of, you know, we can't wait that much longer. That's what we're talking about, Faith Mutambi, right? What's the, what's the official position regarding your uh, department, and, and what are your thoughts around that transformation of the print industry in terms of where it is now and what should happen? Let me talk transformation. Thank you very much, uh, Asaf, uh, and also thanks for the opportunity to participate in, this, uh, in, the, in the program. Uh, basically, what we are trying to do as a department is to try and look at the the whole issue about develop, growth and development of the print media sector. Uh, we are looking at the, the entire value chain. We're not only looking at the one aspect of it, because our view is that the, the issues of media transformation has to be looked at in totality without singling out one aspect of it. For example, we can't then say we are only focusing on uh, ownership and management, mm-hmm. uh, and then we leave out other things that are uh, on the on the on the supply side, if I can use that word, around the inputs that goes into one printing a newspaper, for example, uh, like uh, the ownership of printing press, uh, where we are, our view is that there is a 
Okay, uh, maybe maybe uh, if I, maybe if you can help me with this. I mean, you said as you said, you can't. You have to look at all aspects. So so maybe let's just start with ownership, right? What's 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 your position regarding ownership of uh, uh, of, of the print media industry? I think I think what we have seen is that uh, we we have conducted a study uh, which has informed our our discussion document, where we find that the this is around ownership. This uh, still. Uh, uh, the big four, which uh, still, you know, uh, control almost uh, 90% of the market share, and uh, you know, the big four, as, as, as you talk about, uh, News 24, uh, you know, independent news, uh, Times Media, and all of those. And I think what we are saying is that there needs to be more diversity. It used to be the case in 94, and uh, still, you know, today. Uh, you know, they, they still uh, the four, but also when you go deeper into the the ownership models, mm-hmm. you've seen um, uh, you know uh, participation by blacks uh, in some of the media houses. But I think you you you, you then begins to look at uh, what does this uh, shareholding mean? Okay, so, so I'm the, interested yeah, in that yeah. in terms of where it is and, and what do you want to happen, right? We'll get your thoughts in a second. I also invite callers on this issue, on this question of transformation in the in the print media industry. That's where we're specifically focusing on, right? 0891-104-207. My guest is uh, Norman Munjelele, who's the Acting Director General at the Department of Communications. This is picking up from a conference that his department hosted just about, uh, I think, about 10 days ago. This is The Media Show. Things are happening movie-wise on SABC3 all through September. Queen Latifah makes good things happen in life support, while gangster Pinky makes bad things happen in Brighton Rock. Will Smith finds real happiness just not happening in Seven Pounds and the Pursuit of Happiness, while baseball cards are happening in Swindle. A pop star makes great things happen in Rags, while bad things happen to good people in It's Kind of a Funny Story and Abducted. A happening September for great movies on SABC3. Welcome to this week's Young Democracy. Today we are talking about the selection of our new public protector. What is the role of the public protector? To protect people. Like I protect my hamster from the cat. Who should be the next public protector? Bad man. Because even if you are rich, if you do a bad thing, he will get you. Give them a real hero to believe in. Their future is in the hands of the leaders we pick today. Get involved at www.corruptionwatch.org.za. This message was sponsored by Business Leadership South Africa. For the best in local spoken word, poetry and live music, catch the mashup with me, Naledi Mulel, every Saturday evening at 8 till 9, right here on SAFM. Media at SAFM with Ashraf Garda. Exploring every media platform and industry. Only on 104 to 107. And you know there's a new religious show coming up which starts at uh, 10 o'clock because the media show is now from 8 to 10 as opposed to 9 to 11 uh, as it was uh, before. Now the SABC invites suitably qualified radio imaging service providers to participate in the tender process for the imaging services of its uh, various radio stations. Now, you can get the tender documents, go to the website, that's the SABC website, as well as the e-tender website. If you need to know more, let me give you a number, 011-714-4764, 011-714-4764. We'll lead you follow. We're on Twitter and Facebook at SAFM Radio. 
Let's continue chatting about transformation in the media industry. By the way, Tonya Curry coming up pretty short. Well, not now. Maybe another 15, 20 minutes or so. And uh, her thoughts in terms of the biggest media stories of the week in numbers uh, are really, really fascinating. For now, Norman uh, Munjalele with me, the Acting Director General at the Department of uh, Communication. Okay, Norman, we were talking about ownership and I asked the question about, you know, when you talk about changes in terms of targets, what, what are they? I think what we, we, we thank you very much. Uh, I, I think what we are saying is that uh, although we recognize the fact that there has been a, a significant, uh, you know, participation by Dr. Suve in the in the space, but I think we are still saying that there is still room for many more black people to participate as part of people who are owning media houses in South Africa. And I think we want to see more of those uh, people participating in that. In that okay, so how, how is that uh, going to happen when you say we want to see? You know, does that mean push from, from government or, or are you hoping that it just happens generically, uh, which, you know, w- without any intervention? You know, our role as government, government's role is not to, uh, government's role is to create the conducive environment uh, for those who want to invest in the economy to do so. And I think we believe that the time has come also for the people who, want to invest in the economy to begin to also invest more into uh, media houses. If it means that as government, we therefore need to begin to provide some incentives in order to incentivize those who want to be in that space, that's what we are going to be doing so that we are able to get, uh, to create, uh, you know, that uh, competition at that macro level. And, and what form are these incentives take? So the form of incentives can be in the, in the, in a number of forms. Uh, we do have, uh, the DTI has got a number of Incentives, and I think one of the, set, the, the incentives that we, we, we are focusing on is the one that is going to be looking at creating the black industrialists. We want to also have black industrialists in the in the printing space. Mm. Okay, so so that's the one part, right? Uh, the the other part right now has got to be about the type of of people who are in the print media space. I'm talking about journalists. What, what's your thoughts on that? I think the, you know, at the colloquial moment we were discussing, the, there was a general agreement that there's a need for, uh, for government and academia to partner and work together and improve really on the quality of journalism in South Africa uh, in the main. So we are going to look at issues of skill development. Uh, obviously, of course, there's going to be a big role that is going to be played by the higher education institutions in terms of ensuring that we've got uh, skilled uh, journalists that are able to go and do research, that are able to go and verify their stories before they put it on the on the but, paper. But don't you think that's happening anyway? I mean, what I mean is, is media houses are driven by their own markets. If you continuously get things wrong, listeners and readers just, just, just move away, right? Uh, isn't there a natural check and balance already as you've suggested that, that the job of government is not to actually interfere, you can advise, right? So what, what then should happen with regard to uh, media practitioners going about and doing their work? No, no, I think what we're saying is that, uh, we're not saying that we want to, uh, but I think what we're saying is that we want to have a system whereby we're able to in- increase or improve the skills capacity. For example, I mean, you look at some of the stories that are carried. Uh, they carry a huge story about, uh, let me just an example by myself, and say how corrupt London is. And 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 probably the journalists have not even verified the stories in terms of that death story get prominence in the media, and one is against prominence. I think it deals with my reputation. By the time the the, the realize that no, the story was wrong, 
It's too late, and my name has been repeated. So what we are saying is that the journalism, the journalists, they must do their work independently so, but at the same time, they need to go and do thorough research before they even put this place okay. on the... Well, on I mean, the that, is, that is not a transformation issue in terms of shifting South Africa from where it was or where it is to where it should be. That is an issue of getting... You know, getting facts right, and there obviously is the, the press ombudsman and the press council that governs that anyway, isn't it? Yes, I, 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 I earlier on when I said that, I said we need to look at the totality of the issue because remember, when the story is in the paper out there, it's already is a, a look and feel of it, right? But we recognize the fact that there is a role that is played by the press ombudsman and the press council. But those uh, 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 kind of uh, you know, uh, mechanisms, to a large extent, at the colloquium, there was a huge debate about it, you know, and their effectiveness in terms of addressing some of the things that I'm raising. So I think what we are saying is that we need to be able to look at the, what is on the supply side because it determines what is going to come out on the demand side. So as, 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 as it were, we're saying there is a need to be a concerted effort on the part of the, the academia and government work together and partner, so that we're able to increase the, 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 the capacity of the journalists to do their work. Mm. Well, what did the media houses say about that when that was brought up? No, they, 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 were, they, were, they were quite happy about it. And I think uh, we, we acknowledge that there are some media houses which are doing a lot of work around training of their employees or journalists. And I think there is an appreciation on the fact that there is a need uh, for the academia and government work to verify so that we can be able to do the place of general disaster. So there, has been, uh, the, 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 there was a general agreement that there is a need to look at the skills development component uh, of the uh, journalists in Africa. The, the, the other part has got to be, uh, you know, uh, entry into the industry. So we're looking at, on the one hand, we're talking about current employees, journalists within that, the print industry. The other is the training to get people from the outside, uh, people who are probably at matric right now, uh, to ensure that the career of journalism is an attractive enough career for people to get into, right, and to ensure that that yes. training also uh, that gets them in will then reflect the diversity of our country. Talk to me about that. I think I think the, the, the one issue I think we are we are looking at you know it is a barrier to entry. We are looking at them in two in two in two ways. The one being uh, the barriers to entry in terms of the uh, you know access to uh, the uh, printing press uh, distribution and all of those things. I think we can talk that later. But the one issue I think what we are saying is that in terms of the partnership that we are going to be having with the higher education, one of the things is to ensure that we have got targeted. Uh, you know, uh, programs which are aimed at getting young people to be interested in being current journalists. That means that we need to also put the use of journalism in the, as part of the career guidance uh, for, for our for our kids. This is where now we, we see the role of uh, the community media uh, playing a huge, huge role as a as a bridging ground for, for these kids to be able to have uh, interest in the journalist space. But, but do you think that's, have... not, that's not happening already anyway? I mean, I, I know many people who are training to be journalists, um, and there's clearly some publicity uh, and marketing drives to get them to become that. Are you not satisfied with what's happened so far? We, 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 they, I mean, uh, Ashraf, we, 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 we can never be satisfied. Uh, we must always strive to do better all the time. And I think this is the point that we're trying to drive it, to say, are we able to go to the outskirts and the outmost remote areas of this country and be able to attract kids who are coming from those areas? I think we need to extend that. At the moment, it's happening, I agree. But uh, 
it is limited in the main in the areas where people have got access to information and opportunities. But you still have a lot of people who are in the periphery who are not uh, being tapped into. And I think we are we are saying as government and, and industry, let's partner to be able to attract to unearth this talent that sits uh, in the in the most periphery of our country. You know, as it were. Then we can have a, a, a bigger pool of people. Who can contribute to attending the story of stories of South Africa, uh, you know, you know, and especially so. But also we've got a challenge that uh, most of the stories that were, that have been told are told in English. So we need to diversify and have more stories which are uh, uh, told in uh, in Manata. I know some community media, print media, is doing that, but I think it's not enough. I think we need to to, to increase. So we need to have a bigger pool of people who are able to go and tell us from Cape to Messina in terms of what is happening in this country. All right. Well, what about then, the, the next step would be media management, right? You know, as opposed to uh, the practitioners, the people who get to senior management within the media industry, in this case, print, print media. Uh, your, your thoughts in terms of where you stand on that? Uh, what do you mean by media management? Well, well, I'm talking system? about senior, senior editors, senior managers of the media houses. Are you... Satisfied that that is sufficiently transformed, or or what, what sort of targets have you set as a department for that? You know, you know there's a, an issue around. Uh, you know, I mean, we, we we recognize and respect the independence of uh, you know media houses, right? Uh, we we are not uh, you know uh, in a, we are not going to be pushing for the point that says we need to you know. Uh, get involved in how they appoint as an editor and all of those things. That, that, that remains the prerogative of the, of the shareholders of these companies. But what we're saying is that we need to ensure that the people who are in the editing room, they're able to uh, pass their knowledge, but they're also able to, before they put the stories, they verify the stories out, we don't have difficulties when people are reading the stories out there. Mm. Well, the, the next step, I think, is going to be the issue of the type of stories that we, we talk about, right? So uh, mm. you, have the, you have the new recruits, you have the existing media people, you have media ownership, you have media management, right? But what's the, what's the position, say, from, from your minister, from Faith Mutambi, regarding uh, where we are right now with regards to the type of articles being written and the type of angles that they follow and portray? You know, I, I sort of, the, 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 the one issue that uh, I want to emphasize is that, uh, uh, it is, you know, we, we are, the world see us through the, through the media. I'm not saying that, uh, if, uh, things, uh, have got, not gone right, the media should not report about things like that. They should do so, independently. So, but what we're saying is that when a story is being put out there, people must get the fact right first and also be able to give the people that are writing about the right to reply, uh, so that they are able to uh, contribute to that. Because it is through this story that we are seen as a nation, and I think we are looking at it, how can the media contribute towards mission building and building social crisis in the country? In that regard, so we are you know, saying that let's partner, let's work together, so that the, the editing style of any, 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 any newspaper you know, in, the, uh, in, the, in, the, in the country uh, has to begin to reflect who we are as a nation. But, but you see, that, that, that's the nub of it. When you say reflect, right? For example, uh, does this reflect, mm. does, does nation building mean being positive and reflecting only the good? Or does nation building mean being critical to those that undermine the nation, which then comes across as being very negative 
uh, coverage, but in fact it's a very it's an affirmation that says the constitution, for example, is above all else. You know, you know, uh, Ashraf, I, I I grew up, uh, you know, somewhere very far in the village. Uh, let me just give you this example. You know, when you are growing up uh, here, you know, you have to grow, uh, but you are also being corrected at the same time, uh, and and uh, because you have done something wrong. There's nothing wrong with uh, correction. So in a way, there's nothing wrong with reporting stories which are uh, on the things that uh, are happening which are not good. We're not saying that 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 cannot happen. But what we are saying is that we have to ensure that within the public discourse, as we are reporting all of these things, let's also have reporting about the good things that are happening in the country. The stories of the people who are in the periphery are not being told but in the, in the, in the, main, in the, in the uh, main, mainstream industry. I think you know, this is the point that we are saying there must be a balanced way of how we report on some of, the people, some of the good work that is happening, especially in the, in the most periphery of the country. So, so, so do, do you think that there are not enough good stories? Because, I mean, I think a, a glance at most newspapers would see exposés, would certainly drive sales, we know that, would also see entertainment, which would see uh, aspirational stories, which would see really good stories that come through. Do, do you think that's, that's not happening? I, I, I think it is happening, but it's not happening enough. For example, where I come from, uh, obviously, about ten years ago, uh, you know, I will, uh, you know, I would have travelled probably from uh, from Pembo, where you know, from Pembo to my village. Uh, it used to be, uh, for example, a, a gravel road. Today, I live from Pretoria. I go to my village. It's hard road. That story has not been told anyway, and there could be many other stories that I think the media should be able to pick up. And I think there must be that kind of a, a partnership with the developmental journalism people who are in the periphery of the stories, so that we don't only focus on the negative side, on the things which are bad, but we also fo- focus on something good which is happening in this country. Now, now there's been there's been comments from from many you know people. Uh, let's take within government, right? In in the past mm. few years. Uh, where to, to paraphrase, they, they've seen the media as almost as almost as the enemy of the state. That means the media has taken up a position contrary to to that of uh, of government and and are therefore in opposition. Uh, did, did that come through in in your colloquium? In your colloquium, yeah. Sorry. Yes, I think some of the delegates remember it was a colloquium where we are soliciting inputs from the from the public. Yes, uh, that that matter came. Uh, but also what it says to us is that we need to reflect all of us and begin to say what kind of a partnership we need to build uh, going forward uh, you know, so that we are able to, to work together. Remember, uh, all in all, all of us who represent who we are as a nation. And I think there must be that kind of an arrangement, you know, not arrangement, an agreement, you know, not a, an understanding that begins to say we have to work together, government and the print media, to be able to tell but did they respond to that? Because, I mean, that's an ongoing uh, statement being made, and it's an ongoing you know, perception from, from one side of South Africa, which is people in mm. government. Uh, did, did the media respond to say it's true, or in fact it is not true, and these are the facts? No, I think the, 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 the were responses that came from the, from the, from the, from the print media around, around some of the things in terms of uh, exactly how we're debating it here to say it is not necessarily to say that we are not patriotic as a nation, I mean, as the print media, but we're also saying that 
uh, you know, we have to report on things that, uh, you know, we believe are not necessarily correct. But what we're saying, what was, what came out of the colloquium in the main was to say, let's, when we go for discussion, doctor, and when we go for the policy development process, tease out all of these things so that we can be able to find a middle ground in terms of how we should move forward, you know, in a situation. Remember, the, the old sections of society, all sections of society has to play their role in ensuring that this brand of Africa, the brand of the nation, it's upheld and it's seen through by the rest of the world in terms of the, how good we are. Well, that's where we, in fact, are going to leave it. Maybe just, just one final point that you may want to bring up, uh, Norman? Well, I think uh, just to say that we, we have started a policy process, uh, which I think we are going to be issuing a discussion document, which will allow the print media also to uh, contribute uh, so that we can be able to find uh, each other and work together and build partnerships in terms of uh, ensuring that we have got a uh, a big media and government that works together for the betterment of the country. Okay, Thank you so much. That's where we're going to leave you. That's uh, Norman uh, Munjelele, the Acting Director General, so DG at the Department of uh, Communication, talking about uh, transformation in the print media industry specifically. In fact, we have done other ones around, uh, other thoughts around uh, transformation in the, in the media marketing industry, but, but maybe there's an aspect of that that you want to bring up, feel free to do so as well. And if there's any input, even based upon what you've just heard, that you want to add on, just tweet me even now to hashtag media show, and then bring in uh, on Twitter, SFM Radio, as well as tweets to me, at Ashraf Ganda. Right, the Responsible Drinking Media Awards comes up in a moment. We'll speak to some of the big winners there right after this.